What? Bobby! Do it. Vaughn! Heavy on it! What? Vaughn! Chop squad. squad. I am what I am. What I'm not, see, I never beat. Niggas whooping up until we meet. Boom. Catch him like it, put him on TV. And if I sit down, I'm boosting the murder rate. I My niggas go slide every day. He been talking yeah. that shit, I can't wait. So it's bad. I am what I am. What I'm not, see, I never beat. Uh, no. Niggas whooping up until we meet. Boom. Catch him like it, put him on TV. And if I sit down, I'm boosting the murder rate. My niggas go slide every day. Where's a car speeding sound effect when you need it? What effects is that? Zoom. Man, I just added that. Yeah, that sound. <laughs> I I added that to my uh, my I, I did a remix of that part by Schoolboy Q, and I just added that. I was like, damn, this would be tight if this sound right here. And I'm thinking, you know what? I need to add this just to my whole. Just your set. Just just my shit. Yeah. yeah. Put it in the bank. And then and then yeah, then it reminds me of. Uh, wait, y'all ain't hearing nothing. Hold up, that's M Bleed coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Bro, bro. Change the game. Re- the- oh, you hate to see it. You hate to hear about it. Man, we lost another one. Another young brother. 2020 wins again. Jeez. Man. Make you. We need uh, 2020 to wrap it up. We almost there. You get it. You get it. We almost there. <laughs> We're swapping lives for a president, for a new president. <laughs> like, yeah. all right, we'll give you Biden, but we got to take King Vaughn, Alex Trebek, Trebek, and who was the other one? Uh, oh, Spinbad, of course. Um, yeah, so so episode 72. Hold on, let me bring some, shed some light on this episode off the bat because it's going to be a little dark off rip. Um, DJ Spinbad. Uh, a friend of the pod For yeah. those that don't know We had him 10 years ago he On the, the Mickey D one show One earlier guest, huh? He was we, we went out to Correct me if I'm wrong, Mickey But we went out to D.C. and New York That same weekend before Miami Winter Conference yep. And we knocked out a set with Inferno Yep And we knocked out a set with Spinbad Inferno in D.C., Spinbad in New York right. It was Mickey's first time being around snow that's did true. we or did we not do a snow angel in DC? I, I did know. a slushy you, snow a, angel yeah. and learned really quickly the difference between the snow that That's I right. see on TV mm-hmm. and the snow that, that actually that slushy happens. shit. Yeah, you did it in DC or New York? DC. Oh, okay. but let's yeah. remember that I was judged on the airplane wearing my Timberland boots, and then when we landed, mm-hmm. I was not skating wow. around. Ah, <laughs> who's the smart one now? <laughs> what was that? I was I had just ten, tennis shoes on, right? Yeah. It was a little slippery for me. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's skating. Yeah. That's yeah, that slushy sure. shit. But I was ready. I was yeah. Ready so, un- unfortunately, people have been asking about the Spin Bad show, and we had terrible Wi-Fi connection, so the whole episode was real glitchy. Right? Is this, is, was it posted? Uh, I know there's like a two-minute clip. I believe, and it's bad that we're not, we're, I mean, it's we're thinking about it right now while as we record this, but I'm pretty sure we always kept a solid... Or a strong audio, audio. version of yeah. the show yeah. um, that was recorded separately from the stream. The stream was really bad uh, in regards to the quality of the Wi-Fi that we were yeah. provided at the time. You used Ustream back then or something. Right? We were on Ustream. We, yeah. we were at the Mood Swing office. You would expect them to have quality no Wi-Fi. No shot to them or <laughs> no. Danger Zone's experience with them. But their <laughs> no, Wi-Fi it, is as quality as their work. And, and for the experience with Inferno's Wi-Fi was 10 times better than Mood Swing. Yeah. It was, Inferno it was, a, was in a dungeon. Well, yeah. Yeah. Given his dungeon, yeah, it, it was a so he's gonna make sure his Wi-Fi studio. is tip top. But yeah, we can't we can't help but um, think back to that moment. You know, shout out to Quickie uh, who sent us some of the photos yeah. from us being uh, in studio with Spanbad, who was just at man one of the nicest, uh, gentle human beings you know you could ever be around. The way he <clears throat> just mastered. Uh, mixtapes back in the day and just yeah, his uh, ability to uh, create blends and amazing things and um, I mean I don't know Marty Rock had a pretty good quote uh, that kind of stood out to me which was that LA had AM and New York and had, had Spinbad yep yeah Spinbad was one of those cats in the in the turntablism world that I knew about at an early age because I was heavy on mixtape DJs you know Clue Clay Slay mm-hmm. K Slay excuse me 
Um, but I knew about Spin Bad. I knew about Spin Bad. I knew about Kid Capri, you know, Red Alert, those cats. I didn't really learn about the executioners and all those guys until I got a little older. Uh, but Spin Bad, man, it's like he, they said that, you know, he was one of those guys that made mixtapes fun to listen to, bringing yeah. the comical element into it, you know, with the skits and whatnot and all that shit. Like he was, and correct me if I'm wrong, he was like one of the first ones to really incorporate that into his mixes, right? To make it like entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Spin Bad, we, all of us, except for Sean, came up in the mid 2000s in DJing. So when you walk into this world of DJing and you see what it takes to be, to be uh, respected, to be properly heard, mm. and you listen to a Spin Bad mix, and that was the ultimate, the 90s mix um, was released around that time, I believe. Legendary. And then, you know, AM was quote as saying my favorite mix, I believe, or something along those lines. But when you walk into this world and that is the top, that is what people are saying you should sound like if you want to get booked, respected, et cetera, that made our generation work hard to get to sound like that. And again, for our younger listeners or our newer DJ listeners, that time, that era you put out one, maybe two mixes a year in it, and you put everything into that mix. You were trying to find the rarest remixes and songs. You were trying to get songs before they came out. Like if um, if Shots came out, you know, and you had a special version of it, you were trying to get that special version before the mix was actually released. I remember Disco Drew telling me, um, LMFEO is putting out their new record shots and I'm trying to get it a week before so I can release my mix. Like that's how important and big it was mm-hmm. for your mix. And so um, Spin Bad, one of the most creative DJs that we've ever seen, put together these incredible mixes and our generation just fed off that and tried to match that or do the best we could to keep up with that. And now, you know, everyone, we're all putting out mixes or capable of doing it every month or some of us do it every month or even more. But, um, but yeah, he represented a generation, a time of DJing that was incredibly, incredibly fun and creative. And, um, yeah, man, we're going to miss him for sure. Yeah, don't, don't forget to mention his drop game, bro. Like the celebrities and not just like, oh my god like pop artists yes. who, who he had like the top of the top yeah. you know like or or hip hop artists but also actors actresses mm. people that you know through his mixes he just man the way he snuck them in and kind of just like that flex you right? know one, one drop that stands out to me who's the cat from Kings of New York King of New York the the, the main the lead guy the lead um, the Italian not dude. the not not Lawrence, no I was gonna say Lawrence Fishburne but nah. he was in there but why does his name keep blinking come on Savon. Uh, I don't know that movie that well. Look, look up you real quick. Phone. Look up real quick. King King of New York. Help us out. Throw us a, a movie. Anyway, he was the same. He was the same guy that was in Adam Sandler's Click. Yeah. Oh my man's Christopher Walken. Christopher yes, Wal- Christopher. He Walken. look look look. Here's the flex. He had a Christopher yeah, he Walken. Had yeah. He he had a Christopher Walken drop. What DJ is getting a Christopher Walken job? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he had him say some crazy shit. Like, yeah, it wasn't exactly. Like, like yo, you're listening to DJ Spin Bad. Like no, it was like. Listen to the baddest he, motherfucker, whatever, you know? He had like, a very unique voice. He got a very unique voice. So yeah. you hear that shit, you're like, oh, shit, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, again, rest in peace to him. Our condolences to his family Absolutely. and close friends. His two kids. Yeah. Man, man was young. He was, what, 46? I, I really old. don't know, but yeah. I, think and was, I don't think, you know, I don't think we're here to speak on, like, a cause of death, but, like, I will say that um, his sister left a really heartfelt message nice. on Facebook that um, kind of led into, you know, if you're ever going through something, like, people love you. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's important that, you know, you, you know, we try to do our best to reach out to those that we love and, you know, always have support. So, um, you know, I think it's always an open door, you know, whenever... Uh, you need to talk about something. It's 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 serious out there. And um, and rest in peace, uh, King Vaughn. Crazy, he was celebrating his album. Yeah, he was at a and, lounge, and his, right? And his yeah. boys getting signed. Like, it's just um, unfortunate. And uh, you know, this younger generation, you know, is kind of cowardly to be honest with you. Like, 
as grown men, you handle things the way you need to handle them, regardless of like if you don't uh, agree on a certain topic or um, an argument, if you yeah. will. Like, sure, it can escalate to a fight. You but know square I mean? up and handle your business. That's that's what grown men do. And um, you know, gun violence is just not something that it's just tough, man. You know. Yeah. And and to see. Uh, how people are handling this, and it's just man, it's, it's disappointing. Well, yeah. well, I mean, I mean, this has been going on like we've been watching this in hip hop movies forever, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's an argument, yeah, it's yeah. an altercation, and someone gets shot. So it's nothing new, but we there's got to be a better way of handling these types yeah. of situations. On that, on that point, I don't know if you guys watched the last JBP uh, podcast. Yeah. He was Joe Budden made a really good point about how us as consumers has have to stop glorifying that that life. that 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 life just in general like we look at that and we're entertained by them by what they're saying the lyrics that they're talking about you know what I mean he, he, the the song that we you know we just opened up with you know and he was like if I get shot the the murder rate is going up. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying. Like you, you, us glorifying them, being like, "Yo, we want to hear that." Go back to your point about us seeing it in movies and whatever. Like, yeah. we'll go, we'll go buy, sell out tickets to go see a Scarface or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of the violence. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Narcos. Narcos goes crazy because of the drugs and the violence. We as consumers, you know, we glorify that. So obviously, them they're gonna be like, "Listen, we're gonna give the people what they want, regardless if they really live in that life." Prior to them putting out, you know, this content, you know what I'm saying? We just have to be mindful of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, but that was the other point, too, that that we we love the authenticity. We like that that's real. But, I mean, not the, not at the expense of people's lives, lives man. Exactly. It's not. It's, right. it's always got to be the bigger picture at the end of the day. Well, kind of the same, but not. It's like we say in sports, leave it on the field, leave right. it leave it on the court. Leave it's like, it leave it on the track. Yeah. yeah. You know? <clears throat> While everyone's trying to sell records, everyone's, Man, you know, doesn't like, mean you got to doing this it. to get out, you know what I'm saying? Get out. Be out. Don't, yeah. don't stay stuck in that, man, because, you know. You got to just move differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. And that's the unfortunate part because you come out of a situation, right? You come out of a neighborhood, you come out of a community, and you want to go back and do something for that community. But majority of the time, we don't go back because we know the 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 type of position that we're putting ourselves, the type of situation yeah. we're going to put ourselves if we go back, going back to what happened to Nipsey. Right. You know what I'm saying? Him trying to bring up his own community, you know, put in front of his own store. In front of his own store. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in his neighborhood that he was born and raised at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's insane. You know, and that's why people, you know, that's why guys, that's why artists, athletes, they get out of the the quote unquote hood and they bounce. I'm like, why would I go back there for? You know what I mean? Yeah. My life is at risk. That's crazy that if you really think about it, these cats feel like their life is more at risk around their own people. Than some strangers, yeah, quote unquote white people. I'd rather be in the in the uppy white neighborhood because I feel safer than going back to where I'm originally from. Yeah, which is you know that's that's the really unfortunate part about all of this, man. But R.I.P. King Von, man, for real. Yeah, and uh, and rest in peace, Alex Trebek. I don't know about you guys, but it was man. Jeopardy was always on the TV when always. I was when I was young, and even when I go to my parents' house today, if Jeopardy's on, I'm I'm actually more locked in than I was when I was a kid. But he was a G. He he. It was a, just a class act. Um, I don't know. Everybody loved him. Did you see yeah. the bloopers or like his like cutouts? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His ass yeah. Off? Oh yeah. Oh my, oh, my god. god. <laughs> it was, was amazing. He's <laughs> just like it was just good. <laughs> like reading liners. It's just like yeah, fuck it. Yeah, right. <laughs> like fuck it. Let's roll with it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, man. I mean, and he's been he he was battling, uh, I believe, cancer for a while now, right? For a minute. Yeah, yeah. He he took a break, and then yeah, you know, unfortunately, uh, the time came. It's yeah, yeah, crazy week. Yeah, crazy but we're week. here. We yep. are back. Um, you know, we you don't you don't see too many uh, when clubs were open. You didn't see too many backpack holders or. Anybody carrying crates? Um, crates? Yeah. Who carrying crates though? But what, what, what was the conversation that we had? 
Um, last week we came in to record drops and then it just, we just sat here and just started talking about some yeah, we things. Took, we then, took a week off. We, yeah, we took a week off and uh, and then we started talking about the old intern, the old uh, yeah, man. backpack holder, crate holder. The, the, well, the grind if you must. Yeah, yeah, well, let's take it back to even how Rel and I met. Yep. Right? I think the first time Rel and I uh, laid eyes on each other, <laughs> uh, we, uh, we went to go help a... Uh, DJ, um, let's say mentor at the time. Uh, yeah, at that say, time, you, say, at that say, time, you guys looked up. Let's so. say instructor. No, okay. at that time, you guys, you guys thought he was God. You guys thought he was God. Nigga, you followed right behind us, not shortly after. Yeah. Anyway. Going to his gigs. Moving on. Go ahead. Uh, now, granted, keep in mind, the reason why we, we went to this gig with him, because we were freshly in the game, and we were under 21, so it's not well, like... This is nothing to be embarrassed no, about no, no, or feel, no, no, no. feel ashamed I'm just about. Trying to, I'm just trying to explain the situation. I'm trying to explain the situation. Right. So we went to this. This was a this was like a, a, high, school a high school a high school dance. dance or something like that. So again, Miki and I were fr- wet behind the ears with this DJing yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and we were both under the age of 21 at the time. Let, let's put it like this. We learned how to rap cables that night. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and I'll never 100%, forget. 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah, yeah. rap cables that way. Yeah. <laughs> Continue on. Sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, all I'm saying is that, you know, um, yes, again, we were under 21, um, Rel right behind me, like a year uh, younger, and, um, you know, the person we were following around, I'm going to just use the word mentor for the sake of this oh, yeah. story. Go for it. Yeah, um, it's accurate. And, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, this mentor also held uh, some residencies. Yep. Um, and I believe after we did that one dance, we continued to go to uh, this DJ community mm-hmm. um, area. And um, through the residency, you know, you're not 21. So how would you get past the bouncer or security guard when they check everybody's ID? Well, when you're underage and you are an inspiring DJ, mm-hmm. um, even if you're the opener and you're underage, it might not, you might not get through. So if your hands are full, you can't pull out your ID. So what would you do? Put Carry a, crates. Put that crate of records in. Yeah, you know. Oh, oh, you want my ID, bro? I gotta go open. Like, you know, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And so for at least what? Jeez. At least for me for a year and yeah, well, it was about, about two same. years yeah, for yeah. you. Uh, we were carrying crates in and out of gigs. Uh, big ups to uh, Mr. Chalk. Yeah, man. You know who was a great mentor. Uh, mentor. Yeah, this is not <laughs> the person we're talking about, but um. You know, we went to a bunch of these gigs and we just had a had a hold records. And then I I had a little bit of a longer tenure uh, with this mentor and um, or my mentor at the time to the point where, like, I'd help dig for crates, organize certain things. I after like DJing, I'd sleep over, you know, at, at the on the couch, you know, just to put in the work and then yeah. be ready to work on the next day. And so. You kind of go through it just to really soak in the game, I guess. Yeah. You know, and um, and so and it, it happens, right? And then eventually, you got the the young homie who wants to pull up to your gigs, and mm-hmm. you establish yourself, and you know th- they're offering, you know, let me carry your backpack, you know, and yeah. uh, we evolve from crate carrying <laughs> to backpack carrying. to back to laptop carrying mm-hmm. <laughs> think about that for a second oh you can't carry your own backpack yeah <laughs> like, dog it's one crates is one thing because you got multiple crates so them shits is heavy no nah, no nah, shits they, was heavy no nah, but that's <laughs> that's what some of these bigger names are doing like like mickey's we, we talked about again won't drop any names but mickey said he saw dj so-and-so and he didn't carry. wasn't carrying his own backpack. His assistant was, or his manager, road or whoever. Manager. Was his just, road manager. He was set it up for. Him and, and then everything, you got a huh? bigger name guy who is carrying his own, own backpack. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like when you look at the two, you're like, like mm. this they had enough, right? Yeah. Yeah. right? But I get it. I understand. Right, you don't right. know what that situation is but, between that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'll say this: like, I think the only reason, because granted, like, I don't think anybody's going like, you got to carry my shit. Yeah. Right? Right, like I don't think there's that conversation happening, but there's there is the I want to be in the booth, I want to cater to you so yeah. I can be put on, and typically what happens there if you are a DJ trying to like understudy a DJ that might be at a different level than you, yeah, is that eventually you're given opportunities first, right? Whether that's being put on a, a radio mix or that that's 
uh, opening for for the DJ um, or just meeting people. Like there's tons of guys who've carried laptops yeah. and then you see them evolve, mm-hmm. you know? But I think, you know, sometimes there's a, there's a weird relationship that, that gets put there and, um, you know, in a different time and different era at a different age, you know, blacking out a little more than I, I am these days. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so it'd be helpful to to have uh, somebody there for you. Yeah, absolutely. But, but then, um, I don't know, there's like, a, I don't know, there's like, you got to be sensitive to the situation. I think you just, you have to understand the, the reasoning why that person is your quote unquote understudy. Right. You know what I mean? And treat it as such. Right. And I think. In in our experience, we've seen it where it escalated into the person becoming a little bit cocky. Yep. Look, yeah. I got a, I got, I got a little. I'm sunning this cat. Right. You know what I mean? I got a little, you know, whatever intern walking around with me and shit like right. that. And then that just your actions feed off onto that person and how you treat that person. Like you start treating that person like. They're your fucking butler or some shit like that. And, you know, so let's like, call a spade a spade. I was an asshole for a good amount of time. But again, but but why did that? Why did it translate into that? Because I that's how I was exactly. treated exactly yeah. from the other level exactly. Yeah. And so that's why you should raise your kids properly. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Sean, you got a kid. <laughs> Oh, Make sure he ain't an asshole. He's the nicest, okay? For I now he is. I believe. But he's also an asshole, too. <laughs> you're the, so you're, you're the nicest asshole, Sean. Look, if you're going to be an asshole, be the nicest asshole, right? right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yes, I and I'll step up and um, show some maturity, some um, that, yes, I be based on my um, <laughs> upbringing, if you What's will. Wrong, Joe? We, I'm just thinking, we can go down a deep, dark rabbit hole. Well, Mickey's asshole, <laughs> yeah. not just that's with a, interns, that's a whole episode. With, with the crew. But, oh, oh man, yeah. well, but, I was yeah. an asshole for a long time. And, but, but, but it's clean. like it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Again, it's just that's no, that, that's who you pains. are. That's what you were, and you evolve and yada yada. We keep so. it a buck. We did. We took the Mickey D show off for a little bit because everything wasn't seen eye to eye. Yeah. Between us or between the, uh, us and DJ City? Let's be careful. <laughs> I felt outcasted by the team for a long time. For From the, the team. team? Yeah, the team. Oh, like this, this yeah. team? Yeah. Oh. It was a click that was coming to the show. And yeah. I was not in the click. Oh, that, that's when Sam and Maya and, and, I was and like, Alex, it was like the JV team. Right. <laughs> Someone said, Sean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's fucked up, but that's no, funny. So I've never heard him say that. I ain't never said that. You said that to me, Sean. Oh, I was like, that's fucked up. That's how much some shit you would say. No, Sean. Nah. I would be surprised if Sean said I wasn't in the team, and I heard that too. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> See? Damn. Um, no, but I, I think it... Um, so this is becoming like even broader and broader. I think... What, and, I, and I'm not trying to make excuses, but... It's who you're close with in the moment, right? Yeah. Like me, Sean, and Rel, we were all just like clicking on all cylinders and we were out all the time. We were networking and, and yeah. you know, just, <laughs> yeah, going to my house, right? I think, but see, and I think that trans, that trans, that transition from, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, some of the issues that you guys had from when we were doing house, house party days. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Like when, but it wasn't out of spite. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying that. House. I'm not saying yeah. that it was out of spite. You know what I'm saying? Because there yeah, was yeah. times where Mickey and I were always doing house parties. Yeah. Mickey would hit me up like, "Yo, I got this house party. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do this." You know what I'm saying? And I think you may have felt left out. Like, "Yo, how come?" You know what I'm saying? Why? Why is he hitting the new nigga up? Right? Who just got here? But I, I've been his boy for X amount of time, and you know we're all in the same thing. Yeah. And then. I, I think I kind of noticed that and I was like, oh, I'm, I don't want to be in between the, I don't want to fuck the brotherhood up. So I think I started hanging out with Joe a little bit more to kind of make him feel, and then you, like you said. because you felt sorry for me? No, because you felt, <laughs> no, not because I felt sorry for you, but. And, just, I, got, and then I got left out. <laughs> look, this is good. This, look, the point of all this, I mean, yeah, it's a fun trip down memory lane. Yeah. Well, it's kind of fun. But, but you You're all, we fun, all man. are a part of a crew, a clique, a group of friends, some that are understudies, some that are equals or rivals friendly rivals but basically what we're about to get into is just 
how to maneuver with each other and get into our experiences. I feel like that's what we're getting yeah, into. Yeah, at the end of the day, we all still, three of us are still sitting here yeah. with each other. You know well, what I'm saying? The, nah, and, cool. Yeah. Exactly. And the only way we're, you know, being honest to our, our community that follows and me- messes with the Mickey D's brand as a whole, right? Because yeah. we're more than a, a show today um, going 12 years strong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or 11 or something. One of them. 11. But look, we, we, 11 years strong. Um, but... It, we need to be honest and say, yeah. you know, we went through some shit. Like, yeah. absolutely, we had to figure a way to get back here. You know what I mean? Like, and um, you know, everybody goes through different trials, and then we had to figure that out. You know. So, so what these guys are talking about is, I came home from college. Mickey had a handful of people that were throwing house parties, and he would always book the spinatic. Well, I was a spinatic too, but the the other spinatic guys. We were part of a DJ crew called the Spinatic. Yeah. Um, Phenom was one of them. Um, Styles Davis was one of them, and and um, shout yeah. DJ Escape, D Dub, Puffs. Puffs. Um, so we would just do a bunch of house parties in the valley, and Mickey never booked me. So so like, and Rel will always say, you know, why don't you ask Danger? And then he asked me to open once, and and I did, and it was cool. But it, in what? the back of my <laughs> head, I'm thinking this is fine, like. I didn't trip. Like, never once did I lash out on Mickey. Never once did I say to Rel, man, it's fucked up how he doesn't book. Like, for whatever reason, I just felt cool. Like, like these house parties aren't going to make me or break me, you know? So my opportunities will come, whether they're with the crew or or without. So then Rel and I, we did did, um, one house party that really connected us. And then Rel and I became close and we're doing a bunch of parties. But then... Long after that, Rel, Sean, and myself started hanging out. Then Alex started yeah. coming around. So when Mickey says the team, we started calling ourselves a team because that was also at the very peak of me joining Party Rock. Yeah. So we were always doing out doing Party Rock shit. And, um, and that's, you know, we were just always hanging out and calling ourselves a team. So again, it was about who we were with in that moment. You know, that's, and, and Mickey was always with, his ex so it was just like all right like <laughs> i can't i can't i can't get this dude out i got zero to say on that um and oh well, yeah uh and i even remember i remember a time where mickey was an asshole to me and i had two tickets to see lmfao at csun and I gave one to his brother and mickey was an asshole to me so i gave the other ticket to zach um, oh shit! <laughs> yeah. And then Mickey was like, "Yo, you got another ticket?" I was like, "Man, I only I'm had two. Yeah, oh, wow. only had two. Oh man, yeah, yeah. We went through some things. Yeah, but again, like you know, you're a product of your environment. And when we were in the DJ community that we were in, without naming names, you know, like I, as much as like we grew up together outside of DJing, and then. Danger did introduce me into DJing. He told me to go check out this place that I eventually I met at Rel and a lot of the Spinatics. And, um, you know, but I, I almost felt like I, I had grown up with this clique more than I had grown up with Joe when it came to DJing. Mm-hmm. And then also we were coming kind of from, and this is just kind of trying to explain it, but like the group of the Spinatics all kind of like grew up like believing in the same religion, if you will, when it comes to the DJ style. Yeah. yeah. And then Danger came in a little like more on like the technical side of things for a long time. So when it came to the party rocking thing, I was I'm gonna maybe brainwashed to how things had to be. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't do it the, that way, it was the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what was stuck in my head at that time. Yeah. Versus it could be done 20 different ways, yeah. which is yeah. what you understand over time. So with that being said, me being the networker that I didn't even, I totally forgot I was booking fucking house parties, but like, yeah. yeah, for the most part, my entire life, I've been given opportunities to put things together. And, um, that's where I, I hesitated and that's where we, the disconnect could have happened. But eventually, you know, as we all matured, that was probably in like the 2006, Years, yeah. 2007, maybe? Seven, yeah. Seven, Because I yeah. got back from college in six. So so 2007, and then eventually, what, 2009, which 
is when we launched the Mickey D show, mm-hmm. you know, where we kind of like got back into the swing of things. And then the Mickey D show became this great run for us. And then ultimately intern here, intern there. <laughs> Mickey had a, quite a few more interns. Yeah. <laughs> I think only two. <laughs> Was there? Two, three. Three, four. Yeah, I thought two or three. Shout yeah. out to Gramsci. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Gramsci. Yeah. He he sent me a heartfelt message the other day. Um, and not that I'm leaving out anybody to shout out because I just don't know if they want to be shouted out. Yeah. So, but lo- much love to him too. Yeah. Shout out to Gramsci. But shout out to Gramsci, uh, who really like, you know, I left um, real estate to become a DJ. Mm-hmm. And coming from two parents who uh, was a real estate broker and like a really great real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And at 18, 19, I made my first sale and did some stuff. They were like, oh, man, our son's going to be this protege. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, nah, I'm going to go play music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go two, spin records. For $200 a night. <laughs> what are you talking about, mom? <laughs> Shit. Oh Throwing house parties. Yeah. I'm the king of the San Fernando Valley. <laughs> Tell me what houses are up for sale so I can use them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the king of Silmar. <laughs> like, Shit. So went on to pursue this thing. And and, and very similarly, Gramsci had that kind of same vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, uh, you know, he, he might have gotten threatened for his life by his brother to to get a real job. But mm-hmm. Gramsci was whipping a nicer car than me and driving everywhere. And we've had <laughs> our fun nights in, uh, you know, Santa Barbara and all the different residencies I held. And eventually moved in with me. Mm-hmm. And that was a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Because it was literally like you live, breathe, DJing and... You know, we had a nice run at the house, two thousand yeah. summer two thousand twelve. <laughs> that was that was amazing. Golden Bowl every other week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I forgot about that place. Man. It's crazy. In your twenties, you can only stand so much of each other. Mm. You know what I mean? You, like think think about how like if you're in a living situation or in a close friend relationship, and you you're around each other for so long, then after so many months or or years you kind of just, you get burned out from this dude's personality or his <laughs> habits or, or I don't know. It's, it's just an interesting dynamic. And I feel like as you mature, you, you have less of those issues or, you know, everyone's just uh, more mature. Do you have a roommate pet peeve? A roommate pet peeve? <sighs> no, I've had, um, had some really good, like I'm thinking about the roommate I had in college. He's a football player. We accidentally ended up getting the same um uh apartment and he was cool as shit man mm-hmm. like if if i left the dirty dish or two behind he picked me up and vice versa he when he smoked weed he would close his he would be in his bedroom he would <laughs> you close just like attracting people that smoke weed i, I didn't know something he was, about a, he was it. a white dude too of course he was orange county <laughs> Shout out Dustin Sober. Uh, His last name is Sober? <laughs> yeah. That's the best part. He was arguably the, one of the most popular guys on the football team because of his personal, personality. He was never sober. So of course <laughs> He was either drunk or high, and you always wanted to be at his the party he was at because you didn't know what he was going to do. But the coolest and calmest dude, um, and he would put a towel under the door so that mm, we wouldn't yep. get out. Like, I don't know. I've I've had some maybe it was all in my head, but there's been situations where the baseball players and football players didn't see eye to eye. And if, and we have like Mickey's been around the baseball players at New Mexico City. There's some big dudes. There's some some giants. And and our the football players were obviously bigger because you got a bunch of linemen. Yeah. And there's been situations where I didn't know where we saw each other between <laughs> me and the football players. But the biggest dudes and the dudes I feel like would cause the most would just kick my ass would go to sober would go to our place and mm-hmm. smoke so because they saw me living there they were like he's cool it was like nah that's that's my roommate or we'd be at a football player a football party and, do, and those, uh, Dustin would be like this is my roommate he is the coolest roommate in the world and I'd be like cool got the pass no issues because look man because some of those guys are on steroids and you didn't when you ever if you ever seen out here incriminating everybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this was years ago. Yeah, they, none of them made it. <laughs> Look, some of these dudes are on steroids, and I don't know if you ever been around someone that roid rages, but it's the craziest yeah. shit. I've, I've, it's it's just you can't stop them. There's no 
stopping them. They're going to pursue whatever they're going to pursue. So I didn't want to be around that, you know, just like if these football players are road rage. But back to your comment about roommates. Um, yeah, uh, he was a cool-ass roommate. And then the other roommates living at my current house, they were all cool for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, nothing that I'd be like, you know, that dude had to get the fuck out of here. What about your in-bed roommate? No pet peeves? <laughs> well, I mean, you're always going to have something with your wife, you know? It's just like, just little things, right? Like she Not always, she her always, always <laughs> she's oh, there's always that one thing. Nah, it? nah cut, circle back to me. I'll, I'll get you. Okay. Circle back to me. Bro? Well, hair, hair, right? Hair. Oh all yeah, over. I mean, that's, that's okay. That's right. that's, that's see, fine. That's, I see that's shit like that. You you have to expect that. You you dating a woman with long hair. Yeah. it's going. It comes with the territory. Right. You know what I mean? You want to be bald headed? <laughs> Sam could probably pull that off. She probably okay. could. Short hair. I can see. Short that. hair. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Well, pet peeves, roommates. Do I do I have pet peeves with roommates? Did you? Did oh you? yeah, absolutely, bro. <laughs> you know roommates I had, I be wanting to square with all these motherfuckers, man. I just I don't like. Not I'm, me. No, 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 no. You were never home. Yeah, <laughs> I never you, had, never you were never enough. home. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey was yeah. never home, so there I was. Like, Mickey you, was Mickey? probably he was probably my best roommate ever because he was never there. I was like, hey. cool. Um, that's the best ones when I don't. The ones I just, that never come. I don't home. like people who don't clean up behind themselves, man. Like that's my pet peeve. Like, come on, man. Oh, like, okay. It's a, it's a it's oh, okay. a common error, common area. If you're gonna be in it, cool. Just right. you doing your thing, whether it's the living room, the kitchen, or whatever. Clean up after yourself. It's that oh, yeah. simple. I don't want to come home and, yo, what the fuck is this shit? Mm-hmm. I had that issue in Spain, living with the party rock crew for three months. Oh, we were all under one roof ooh, in a in a mansion yes. type of situation. Small kitchen, though. Mm-hmm. We At the end of the night, there's just a stack of dishes. It's just like, it's a simple rule. Just clean your shit. Just clean put your the, shit. Put the TV show on pause. We ain't doing shit out here until Friday or Saturday. You have nothing to get to in this immediate moment. Put the... Game of Thrones on pause and go clean your dishes. What's the problem? It's it's a simple task. I mean, so yeah. see, he could Did relate. you ever have roommates that that argued um with their significant other? Oh, oh my oh. god. Listen. No one got hurt. Nah, listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I want, I want, I'm not gonna say his name or nothing like yeah. that. So I we, feel we, like it's me. We, we, no, 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 Mickey's taking everything. <laughs> like, like, I think we were talking about this. mentally prepare for everything. We were talking about this last week. Remember when we were talking about roommates oh, and, yeah. and having roommates and, and and dealing with them or whatever? Well, my pet peeve I was gonna say is when when your roommate moves we, in, they're so I'm glad you're up. We're gonna piggyback off that, right? <laughs> roommate of ours had a and that's funny because Sean and I were living together at this time. We let a we let a good we let a friend of ours, you know, he he was going through some some troubled times. Yeah. And I said, yo, I got a spare room. It's not much, but you know, at least you don't you know you got a spot where you can lay your head at. He was extremely appreciative at the time. Yeah. I said, yo, man, you know, just you know, told him the deal, didn't charge him much so he can, you know, get on, you know, get on his feet or whatever. Some time goes by. He was cool for the most part. Like, we, we didn't really have any real, real, real issues with him. Yeah. Um, And we worked on music with him here and there and shit like that. Uh, fast forward, his girl who he started dating didn't live. I think she was from Atlanta, right? Correct. <laughs> yeah, she's from Atlanta. Mm. So put that in perspective for you. Mm-hmm. Um. She's from Atlanta. And at the time... Absolutely. At the time, I thought she was just visiting. Yeah. Yo. She was. She Shorty was in town. For a long time. I guess she bought a one-way ticket and it was like... (laughs) (laughs) Shorty came in town. I was like, yo, it's nice to meet you. She seemed mad cool. Blah, blah, blah. A week goes by. She's still there. Another week goes by. And I'm like, damn, yo, how long is is Shorty going to be staying here for, right? Right. Like, you know how long is her visit? Taking long a month, showers. A month goes by, and I'm like, then Shorty's in the kitchen cooking. <laughs> She's, I'm like, what, 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 what is happening right now? So I hit Sean up. I said, yo, what's good? And he was like, man, I think she, I think she's going to be staying here. And I said, what? So one night, it's like two o'clock in the morning. Me and, the, and, and my fiance, lovely Jay Rose, we, we in the room, we watching some TV. And yeah, like I said, it's like about two, two thirty in the morning or whatever. We chilling or whatever. And next thing all I hear is, whap, 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 whap. 
I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mind you, they're in the room right next to me. Mm-hmm. And, the, and Mickey knows. Those walls are thin. Yeah. <laughs> those walls are not, you know, they're really thin. Motel no. sex hear, walls. Man, rap, stop, stop. Like, someone is getting their ass whooped. She, in went, she went ATL on her? My nigga. <laughs> so rap. I was like, so I was like the other whap I was like oh man y'all I hope he's not in there putting his hands on this girl because I gotta go in there and beat his ass cause right. I'm like I'm not with that shit like, yeah. no tolerance. you know what I'm saying but then I, I like I'm listening closer I'm listening closer and it's him that's one that's saying stop stop <laughs> she's whooping his ass yeah. in this room bro and it's not a one time thing like she was doing this shit consistently like every other night they would be getting into arguments and she would just go ham on him screaming and then I finally had the conversation with him. I was just like, bro, what the... First of all, are you okay? <laughs> first of all, are you okay? Nah, I would have been like, she got to go second. Are you okay? <laughs> like, but this shit got to stop, bro. You like, you know what I mean? And, and then I think they broke up or some shit, right? She eventually left. She and, uh, you know, all, all, all jokes aside, like, it's not funny, but it was funny because it was just like, damn, bro. Hey, did he hit you with that? But I love her? No, 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 no. She was gone. She the was reason gone. why it was, was funny because of the size. Yeah, difference. she's super tiny. She was tiny. Yeah. And he's tall. He's taller than Sean, I think. No, he's about the same height. About the same height, but bigger. It's the small mm-hmm. ones you got. You know what I mean? Like, like, so like he's, uh, he's six, two, six, Sugar three. Ray versus Muhammad? Bro. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it's hey, like Muhammad she, versus Pacquiao. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's more accurate. Is that I'm laughing. Yo, I'm so it was just, so that was, that's what made it funny is that, yo, this little petite, this little chihuahua is mm. going to work on this Doberman yeah. right now. This Rottweiler. <laughs> this Rottweiler right now. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So that was, that was probably one of my top, like, uh, roommate experiences where I was like, all right, man, y'all gotta go. Yeah, y'all gotta go. So soon, nah, Sean was like, other, "The other dude." Yeah, and I mean, that's 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 a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> right to me, Roman. Yeah, <laughs> different part. When Sean was like, "Yo, I'm you know I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna move to VA to go be with my son or whatever," that's when I was like, "Perfect, green light. Everybody gotta get the fuck out. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody out. gotta get out. Everybody out. Yeah." Um, one one thing going going back to the whole um intern and and having an assistant and all that, it's interesting to me because. You're trying to figure yourself out, right? As you're going and you got this individual that that looks up to you or sees you as a someone that can help them advance in what they're doing. And so you want to play it cool. You want, you know, and you you want to continue to give him or her something to look up to and, yeah. you know, whatever and, and be inspired by. But then, you know, you, you, you're dealing with your own shit. So you may be snappy at them and then... And then they take you out of that light and then they start looking at you like, hold up. Oh man, he ain't shit. Hold up. <laughs> right, yeah. Hold up. I, I see clearly now. Hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> that was our conversation that we were having when we were talking about you not being shit. Yeah. And that's what you were saying. You were just growing in yeah, the moment. Yeah. And, and you know, just as much as we were. So Yeah, and, and just just so you guys understand what he's saying. And not that these not that Sean and what were ever my interns or assistants or anything. We were all close, but I was the one that was making the moves and it was like yo rel you got to meet this guy sean antonio who promotes in hollywood and then sean would come along and it was you know and i was always trying to introduce these guys but i was going through my own shit so when someone like um our homeboy alex who who looked up to me at the time um i didn't know how to deal with my own shit and i would you know be snappy with him or he would want to come over and just watch me DJ or or whatever. Yeah. I didn't know how to handle that. Like, you know, for whatever, it's the simplest thing. Yeah, come over and hang out. But I just didn't know what to do with that. Like, nah, nigga, you my bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was just like, and, it, and if they didn't, and if, you know, some of you guys didn't agree with me, depending on the topic, it was like, I would get snappy because, like, I remember something as stupid as this. And it's like, it's it's dumb. But Mumatone was starting to become a thing. Yeah, and I mentioned something about Mumatone in the chat room. Alex was like, "I don't know, I ain't really fucking with it." And I snapped at him, and I even cursed at him. I think, and you know, look back, I was like, "What the fuck was that for? Like, what's wrong with you?" Like, it's just Mumatone. Like, it's not a big deal. I promise you. Yeah, but it's but it's because I I just and I think what it was just to get a little d- deeper. We were always trying to discover the next thing or have. You know, we it was like a competition. Who can find what? Mm-hmm. Digging the blogs, digging in the crates, et cetera. Yeah. 
And, you know, when I felt like I had this thing and Alex was like, eh, ain't for me. It's like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> 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 it's oh, going to be for you. Yeah. All right. Trust me. It's going to be for you. You're going to like give it. it a minute. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's just, it's interesting. Um, it's, it's just crazy how when you're trying to, when you, when you have that situation, like it's okay to be human and to say, oh no, like, I don't, I don't know if I can help you with that, but let's figure it out. You know? Yeah, like, that will go a longer way than just saying oh and then bullshitting them. Yeah, I think you said it really well. You know, just like trying to figure yourself out, and that, that's where the confusion kind of starts to come. Because, yeah, like in, in many ways, when even when I had uh, when Alex was around and uh, Gransky was around, like I didn't know the answers to everything. I hadn't accomplished all of the goals that I wanted to accomplish, but I knew um, I knew I had done things that they would want to do themselves. And I think at the same time, you know, while not completely throwing the people that I've looked up to under the bus, like I wouldn't have many of the opportunities I had had I not taken that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And same with the guys that, you know, how many different places the guys that looked up to us or hung around us that were coming up how many of them were given opportunities by guys like Adam or, you know, guys that booked us at all these other spots? They were being given opportunities yeah. because they were hanging out with us. They were affiliated to us and like, you know, they were seen with us. And whether they weren't getting the headline gig in Vegas like us, you know, at some point, they would be given opportunities locally to take over the things that we felt we had outgrown. Yeah, you know, so there was a trade off, but I think we we wanted to just bring that this whole thing up because it was good to just vent about it in public because we got a fucking platform. Now. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Fuck it, shit. And we might come learn a long something. way. We might learn something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we we talk about a lot of topics and things here, but you guys don't really know us, know us from based on how we came up. So it's it's cool to be able to share this with you, and I'm sure as the podcast goes, you'll continue to hear more about our past that makes us who we are because when i listen to podcasters and then and they tap into who they used to be or their come up i i'm uh, for whatever reason i'm li listening a little closer because yeah. how did you get there you know how did you get where you are now or you know what what's the story i just someone told me to listen to your podcast and i'm listening now i'm hooked i'm a fan so what's your backstory you know mm -hmm. i mean but, how many people like sean can say that they performed at moon nightclub like off just because rain like because they're no, all of all them. them. He, he did room. He all room. I did the pool. I did everything at the palms. You, you know what I'm saying? Like every spot. You did. That's he, distribution. You know what's crazy <laughs> is that I was going through. I was going through old music, and I was going through some of um, Sean's older music, and I listened to standing on. I was listening to standing on couches, yeah. and I was listening to it, and I'm like, right now, how I feel right now, I go, this shit is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yo, but at the time, yo, we was on it. Yo, we yeah. were like, yo, we ain't never hear nothing better than this shit. And I How's was listening to it. And I was like, what? I was yeah. like, damn, it's crazy. Like, when you really listen to some of that shit that it was just like, man, this was this was the wave back then. You, I'm got, like, you don't tell your kids you were it. shuffling the party rock anthem? Yeah, absolutely. Well, look <laughs> at that. Niggas still remember us for that shit. I'm like, yeah. oh, I've never seen you. You don't tell your kids you're wearing zebra pants? That's I got pictures. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> evidence sure, out there. You I, can't hide I, it. I asked you to do the jump off make shit uh -huh. for me. Like, uh -huh. you know what I mean? Like, Melody did, he put me in his too. Yeah. Yeah, Melody did Reflex. Reflex too. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, yeah, Sean was on Power 106. Bro, and, Power 106. and I've carried everyone's bag here. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, you put the work in. <laughs> but that's the trade-off. Yeah, fact. Right? That's the trade-off. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, be 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 kind to your friends and assistants. Be and understanding. Be understanding. Yeah, and you don't have to know it all. Trust me. It's yeah, not worth it's okay. It's not worth the headache and the ego. What's better that? than putting some putting your boy on? Yeah. Like, if you're not doing that, what are you doing it for? You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you selfishly doing things, where are you going to be anyway? You know, there are people that make it, but what is it really, you know, what's the value in it? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well, I was just telling Rel earlier today, I said, yo, I got this idea to, um, to, to help, um, elevate you in the global, with oh, the globalization yeah, yeah, yeah. mixes. I don't want to like spew it out here, but, but yeah, like I see that as an opportunity to, to help Rel when, things open up so you know i'm i'm like yeah let's let's do that you talk whatever about dominican <laughs> <laughs> that shit might backfire on me 
That nigga's Dominican? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I think it, just to close it out, or I don't know if you want to yeah, close, we, it, we but close it out. Yeah, we would close it out. But to go, I mean, that topic, I would just say that um, the one thing that definitely can be difficult, and I think why it, there's some, um, not turmoil, but just some unspoken tension sometimes, is because while you are trying to figure out how to put someone on that you want that's helped you, like you're still trying to figure out how to put yourself on. Yeah. yeah. And budgeting that is really difficult. Yeah. Like yeah. I had years that um I wasn't making much, but I was giving up everything. And then there's times where I was making a lot and I wasn't giving up much. Mm. And vice versa. Right. And so trying to figure all that out was was really difficult and trying to wear different hats. When I was working in Fusion, I wanted to book you guys way way more. Right. Yeah. And Although when I had the opportunity, I did. Yeah, I still ha- I still did answer to others and have political BS happening with trying to keep everybody happy or trying to get a gig out of town. Yeah, right. And so all of those things factor in, and I think you know I don't think there's ever a right way for anybody to do things. Just do them. You yeah. know what I mean, be honest and roll with it, and eventually you know you mature and you 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 learn what. What works for you? Trial and error, baby. Trial and error. Yeah. Only way. Um, real quick, some uh, all the topics we're gonna get through. Um, tw- uh, Twitch has sent out an email to a bunch of DJs, um, and I seen DJs on Twitter trying to get ahead of it, telling each other, you know, you know, don't don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, set yourself up on different platforms. I don't know if, I like, I don't, we don't know what's gonna happen, but. But yeah, um, it sounds like it's getting more serious. I don't know who, what side to jump on, who to defend. I don't know what's going on within the conversation of the labels in Twitch. Everyone is an expert. Everyone has their opinion on it. Cool. Go to Twitter. Uh, go to Twitter for that. But speaking for myself, I don't know what's going on. But they are correct. You should have some backup plans. Consider mixed cloud live streaming. Back to OnlyFans we go. Um, yeah, back, back to, to OnlyFans, <laughs> starting at OnlyFans for a lot of people. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there, there's options out there. There's, I mean, honestly, you you may not get the payouts you would get on Twitch, but in regards to staying, we're close, man. You know, I think we're close. True. Vaccine things are going to open up sometime next year, so I don't think we're that far off. I think just months from now we'll be like, oh shit, we're about to be back to work. I could be wrong. I hope that's the story. I hope so too. But um, but just now's the time to like. We were talking about months ago about who cares if you're relevant. And I still, I stand by that. Whatever we were saying months ago, now's the time to get things going because you got to look at what's going on in the political world. There's a new president. There's um, talking about a vaccine that's 90% effective. So, you know, and and some of these clubs are open in some of these states. So you got to consider all this and start to get your brand um, going. Um, Anything else to add to that? No, nah, man, you covered it solidly. Yeah, no, just keep your eyes on it. Yeah. It's not, nothing's final here. It's just talk and, you know, obviously just be prepared. Yeah. Be on your toes. Um, Moving on, Three Styles being canceled. I think we saw this coming. Yeah, I think we called it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, I, I don't know what the competitors were, what the competition was looking like, but I was rooting for Lazy Boy. Yeah. I think we all were. Everyone that listens to this podcast probably was. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they uh, bring it back. You know, who so who knows? They didn't they didn't announce like what they're gonna do with the the finalists that they've had they have so far, right? Like if that's mm-hmm. just gonna be transferred over to whenever they open back up or I didn't see anything. Okay. That just felt like an opportunity. Like they could have just streamed everybody from their individual locations and put on Twitch. Yeah. And you yeah. could have voted on Twitch. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a missed opportunity there. They probably didn't want to, like, I guess... Do the work? That, I mean, what's what else point. are they doing? Yeah. Mm, not drinking their Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on. No but, shade. Hey, if you got to sponsor us, we get it. Yeah, we, we're with you, Red Bull. We're with you. Fans of the show. Comedy style. Jokes. <laughs> jokes uh, alleged jokes. style. Um, three style. MacBook Pro. M1. Uh, M1 trip. Um... Big Shout out sir. to Cleveland Terry. Yep. I, I watched his YouTube video. Make Same sure you here. follow him for all the uh, latest equipment breakdowns. He is telling DJs, do not get the um, uh, 
uh, MacBook Pro or MacBook Air just yet. That M1 chip isn't DJ friendly and just yet. And don't upgrade to the new operating system. SUR, sir. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah, don't do either. Um, so just a... And check out Cle- again. Check out Cleveland's um, YouTube channel. He, yeah, he's he, like an eleven minute video of that breakdown. Yeah, he breaks it down on why it's not a good idea because he 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 like randomly posted it on his story, just saying don't upgrade it. And they were like, why? Look, like, we need content. Like, warning. Like, warning. Like, yeah, you, yeah, what yeah. the fuck, man? If you yeah, if you follow the link me, in the bio, man. you follow me for a reason. Like most yeah. of you guys follow me because of my tech talk and yeah. you know what I mean. My my overview, my reviews on a lot of these products. If I'm saying and you trust me and you are saying all this shit. Just trust me when I say don't fucking upgrade yet. Yeah. Like, you know, it's that simple. But he had to go on there and yeah, explain yeah, to you why Use your platform. You do it. I mean, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's common sense with if you've been DJing for a while, you know every time there's a new update, 100%. you don't automatically just jump to it. You yep. wait until you get the announcement from Serato, from whatever, you know, softwares that you use that you can update. So, yeah, man, don't update yet. That's why you don't marry the first girl you date. Mm, talk to him, Joe. Uh, moving on. Hey, happy birthday, Quickie! Hey, man, happy belated President, birthday, right? <laughs> our our chief, uh, DJ City, Beat Source. Um, yeah, happy birthday to him. Shout That's out how to him. Secure a check. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he don't listen to us. Yeah, you know, I'm not wasting <laughs> my time with this shit. <laughs> he got better shit to do. You got big money shit to do. I, like rearrange his sock drawer. And we yeah. give a, a, a quick little shout out to. Uh, Andy War, happy birthday, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, he wanted uh, me to let uh, Joe know that uh, no thanks for the birthday shout-out to text. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I got him. I got him. I have to get him. Mm. Pick him up. <laughs> anyway. Uh, We're going to get Andy on the show soon. Yeah, yeah. eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell him why, though, because we don't want other podcasts stealing our idea. Nope. Nope. All right. Um, I have to charge you for that. Um, okay. Kenny says, you guys want to... Share this situation. Well, you watched the stream. I well, just I checked in. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see the actual stream. So shout out to our, so shout out to my boy. I'm uh, text Kenny, Andy right now. Kenny says. <laughs> um, Kenny says did a stream for I his birthday. He, he did a stream for his birthday a couple of days ago. Yeah, There's a spot out here in Hollywood that um, a couple of the DJs that we know they have outdoor patios, so they let them come in and do their streams from there and invite a handful of people to the venue just to have a good time and whatnot. And um, Kenny did. He did his stream. And the stream, he they were done, but the venue never cut the stream off. Right. So the camera, the whole stream kept going, and it was literally on. I want to say it was close to forty eight hours, like two days where I tuned in at twenty two hours. Yeah, like, like the damn. stream was still on. You know what I mean? And a couple of guys uh, were were tweeting about it, like, "Yo, yo, Kenny, your shit's still on." You can see the sound guy like disconnecting shit and right. walking away. I think they had another event or another stream. Someone else was streaming the next day, and I think that's when they caught it. That following the the day after, everyone noticed that the shit was still on. Um, so yeah, Mickey made I, I had said something to Mickey about it. Mickey made a good point about how like he was like, "Yeah, that's a that's a solid way to get your get to affiliate." Right. And I was like, "That's a hack." Know, yeah, I was like, I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's one of the ways we can get there. I'm gonna come back to Twitch and I'm gonna stream myself going to bed. <laughs> exactly. And I'm I want to wake get, up to some subs. Get them. Get them. Get them. Uh, you motherfuckers can watch me sleep. It ain't pretty, but we gonna get there. Yeah, anyway, shout out if if Kenny, I think Kenny is affiliated already. But if he wasn't, shit, he probably is now, man. Because <laughs> he was going for a longest stream thus far right now. The you record, know what I'm he, I think he, <laughs> I think he, I think he might have he <laughs> broke the record right now. The DJ rec, uh, record. So shout out to Kenny says, man. I'm gonna go do a pillow talk. And just answer questions. You should twitching. That's it. You should. Just, it's just different. Sit there in bed. It's different. Belly, belly down on your absolutely. Pillow on your yeah, chin. maybe maybe with your with your, with, your, with your legs up in the air behind you, <laughs> crossed crossed. <laughs> oh man! Just reply K, K. <laughs> and when you're supposed to be twitching, you're supposed to be breaking yeah. it down. Just K, K. <laughs> you should put a controller in front of you and just like you know play a little background just, music and shit like yeah. that while you, you have a conversation with me. I right, listen, man. Let's see. We giving people too much content, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to join me? <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Never mind. I'll tune in. All right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Okay. We got that set. Up. All right. Um, we before we get out of here, <laughs> before we get out of here, make sure you hit our Mickey D's playlist on Beat Source. Yep. Um, make sure you use 
our coupon code for Jetpack mm-hmm. um, backpacks or just bags. Mickey D's 15. Mickey D's 15. M-I-K-I-D-Z-1-5 to get 15% off your uh, entire purchase. And uh, globalization, we had JQ. 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 Dope mix. I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it the first time. I enjoyed it even more the second time. So shout out to him. Nice. And uh, up next, we have CLA from Vegas. She was part of the team. She was a part of the (laughs) team. (laughs) That was Maya's call. She said, we got to get CLA on team. Uh, Damn, Mickey. Sorry. sorry. (laughs) (laughs) CLA is a way better addition than me. (laughs) Aesthetically. Yeah, yeah, it was a a nice balance. It was nice. Um, And Day Fog. Dave Falk is on the team too. Yeah, Dave Falk. Oh, D Miles. <laughs> D Miles is on the team. <laughs> Escape. Oh. Escape was. <laughs> oh man. Get out of here. Fuck it. I'm uh, the other team. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and we are out of here. Yeah, man. Peace. Great Peace. pot.